Hello and welcome to this midweek check-in of the Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro and I am your host. You know, if you read this week's blog or listened to Monday's episode, you heard me say that there are some tweaks and changes coming up here to both the Game Changer podcast and my blog website, which is Inner North Star. Soon to be hosting an online course and hopefully announcing a soon to be released book provided I actually get busy and get both of them finished. But that should happen hopefully sooner than later. Anyway, when I said that there are some changes and tweaks coming up, you know, I was privileged enough to get to spend a weekend with some really amazing people all affiliated with this Thrive Conference that was kind of the jumpstart to the Game Changer podcast back in October. This is hosted by Cole Hatter, who is the first interviewee that I had on this show back then. And I have grown close to several people that are affiliated with this conference and have, like I said, met some really amazing people. Several of us came together over the weekend, and it was a really good chance to do a deep dive on your purpose, your mission, what you're doing, fine-tuning it, and really living into the truth authentically of who you are and living a life that is absolutely without compromise. And so I had the opportunity to spend some time talking with some folks that I am so appreciative of because they were able to point out some things that... I really have needed to take a look at. One of these things was me looking at exactly how authentic or not I am as I am not only podcasting, but like I said, writing this book and this online course. And here's how I mean about not authentic. Now, listen, I don't know how long you could possibly host a podcast and not come across as the truth of who you are. These Thursday podcasts are not scripted. I just hit record and start talking. So this is just me. But here's what I mean by being authentic. You know, I am pretty over the top. I'm a very passionate person and what I believe in, I believe in to the nth degree. And the things that I don't believe in, I don't talk about or I don't get involved in because unless I can be fully in, that I'm just not going to get in at all. And let me give you an example of this, of the kind of watered down version of me that I have over time possibly become a bit of that I realize I need to not be anymore. So I'm going to take you back to when I was in the fire academy several years ago. And, you know, you get called in uh, off the fire ground of training when you've done something significantly wrong. And I, I would imagine a few times being called in and then you're just kicked out of the academy and that's the end of that. So this was probably, I don't know, midway through. It's a nine week, you know, fire academy is nine weeks. At least it is uh, where I was from. And about week four or five, I was called off the fire ground and uh, was summoned up into the office, which let me tell you is just never a good thing. So anyhow, uh, as I was called in and uh, was told to sit down and was asked, you know, what it was about my behavior that I thought was going so horribly wrong. And it kind of felt like when you're pulled over by the cop and the cop says, well, do you know why I pulled you over? Well, okay, maybe we just don't play this game and you tell me what the problem is. Kind of how I felt. Anyhow, uh, I said, I have no idea. You know, I walked through the last drill that we were doing or ladders or who knows, whatever, whatever it is that we were doing that particular day. And there's nothing that I did that I thought stood out as to anything that was horribly wrong or, you know, certainly any more horribly wrong than whatever went on the day before. And he said, well, you know what? Um, I have to write you up for being uh, too animated. 
And there was this long pause. I truly thought he was going to bust out laughing and say that he was kidding, but there's not a lot of joking that goes on in the fire academy in case you thought there was, there's not. And I said, what did, uh, what does that mean exactly that I'm too animated? And he said, you know, on the fire ground, you could be a hundred yards away and see you in a crowd, your arms, you talk big, your laugh is big, your voice is big. Everything about you is just very animated. And that's just not how we are in the fire service. And I thought about that thinking, I don't even think that's a thing. Is that really like, is there a, is there a code book of firefighters that says you can't be animated? Is there a, you know, I don't know, 52-1.409 that says no firefighter shall ever talk with hands larger than one feet outside of her body or a voice that you can hear more than three feet away. I don't, I don't, even, I don't think that's a thing. Really? That's just not a thing. So is it that, hey, we're just trying to find problems with me and we can't find one with me to run me out of the fire department for being a 35-year-old, five-foot-four female that the best we can come up with is I'm too animated? I don't know, but it's all they had. It's all they had the entire time. Mind you, the only thing I ever got written up for was being too animated, which I'm going to say again, that's not even a thing. But nonetheless, I was written up for it. So that about probably week eight of the week, you know, out of, uh, out of the nine weeks, I remember one of the firefighters from some different department, because there are a whole bunch of different departments that all go through training at the same time, pulled me aside and said, you know, can I give you a bit of advice? I said, absolutely. Always open to it. What do you got? And he said, you know, I hope one day you wind up working for a place that has you there truly because of who you are, not in spite of who you are. And I thought about that for a long time, and to, obviously I do to this day because here I am talking about it again, and that could not be more true of the environments that we put ourselves in where we feel like we're swimming upstream or against the tide, or that we are having to dim our light, if you will, in order to fit in. And sometimes we do this because we're told we have to, or we're going to get written up or whatever it may be. And sometimes we just do that to ourselves because that way we'll fit in more and it will be easier on us. When the reality is at the end of the day, it, that's a soul killer. Anytime you are having to be something that you truly are not and not living into the fullest expression of who you are, I just can't imagine a more slow death than that. So I can tell you the rest of my time in the fire department was no different. I'm sure I was the most animated person they've ever had before, during, or since, which is just fine with me. I'm standing here talking to you right now and my hands are still flailing around and there's nobody here to even watch me and it's just who I am. So when I said as I'm bringing this full circle that my podcast and the book and the online course are going to tweak a bit, it is going to be not different, not some monumental change, but certainly a more full expression of who I am. And hopefully in the upcoming podcast that you're going to hear, I'm going to talk more directly about that, more directly about who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and why I show up the way I do, because it does matter. And hopefully that's an inspiration for you to think about any area of your life that maybe you are tweaking down or lowering down the volume to accommodate others or to be able to fit in more. And like I said, at the end of the day, life is too short to ever be anything less than the fullest expression of exactly who you are. And if people around you don't appreciate it, then you need to find a new tribe. You need to find a tribe that appreciates the holy heck out of you for exactly every ounce of who you are. They're out there. I can assure you that. And if they're just one click away, then it's worth it for you to go find that one click away and live life to the fullest. 
So like I said, I look forward to this journey. It's going to be an exciting one. I am so appreciative of the weekend that I had. And when I've said many times before that you are the sum of the people you surround yourself with, I am deeply honored for the weekend that I had. And all of us need to find those times to get away, to have people shine a light on who you truly are so that you can recognize when there is any part of you that's not showing up to the fullest level. Find those people, find that tribe. They're out there and live into every last minute of it. So with that, I hope that you have the most authentic, real, live in large kind of week. I look forward to bringing you all kinds of new and exciting things that are going to be coming down the pipe. And like I said, hopefully the book and the online course very soon. And I hope you join me on that. Also, I'm jumping on over to Snapchat. I will give you information on that as I get the rest of that uh, figured out, as well as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of which are under the name Inner North Star, which is where my blog is and every other announcement that's coming up. So thank you so much for listening this week to the Game Changer podcast. I appreciate it immensely and go out and live the most passionate, authentic life you could ever imagine living. The world needs it. 